Get in the north side, looking for a vibe on the Friday night. Shit, ain't that right? Me and both my niggas kick it in the north side. What's up, y'all? This is Content Kings. You are now Cinema Royalty. My name is Drew. It's Khalil. Kyler. It's your boy Carson. This is Jerm. All right, so you guys might have missed us last week, but we've been preparing for something really big this week. We got a couch. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Us. We did get Check a couch. Check us out. We're sitting comfortable. Um, but we're also interviewing. It's our first interview. His name's Dylan. He has the Instagram page called Forgotten Seasons NBA. Um, he has about 40,000 followers, right under 40,000 followers. I started following him when he was like at 1,000, and he just started this account in April. Right? How many do we have? 235. Hey. Okay. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? Just, just had to check. It's only been out. like a month and a half, two months. It's only been a month and a half. So, I mean. Progress. 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 We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, this interview is really cool. You guys will love Dylan. He's a really cool guy. Um, if you love sports, you will love this interview. Okay? He has a lot of good stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. And make sure you follow his page and cut out his podcast. Um, I mean, does Dylan want to go ahead and introduce himself? Tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I'm really excited to to get into it. Uh, I guess a little bit about myself. So my name is Dylan. Uh, I'm 23 years old. Uh, I started Forgotten Seasons in April and sort of just been going with that since. So, you know, ready to happy to be on the show. Man, that's it's good to have you. April. So I was really, we were really like one of the beginners to get yeah, on it. I didn't know it was that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. The, the day ones. Yeah, for real. Um, So what was your plan going into making this page? Uh, Like, did you, did something inspire you? Like how to give us the background story of this? I mean, I, I could never say that like when I started it, I envisioned really anything, to be honest. Um, I've just always been a huge Hoops fan, played my whole life. And I'm a big consumer of, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the like sort of retro NBA, uh, old NBA pages. I've I've always been a fan of them, but I'm sure as you guys know, you see them and they're, they're highlighting a lot of the same players. It's the Kobe's, the LeBron's, the Jordan's, and that's great. Like I want to see content on that, but I felt that there were so many players like from my childhood and from when I fell in love with the game that just get no respect uh, and they should. So I just started, you know, I, I had a little bit of experience in graphic design and journalism and I just started, you know, making them and one thing led to another. I got reposted by a few people sort of gave me a nice space and uh, you know, here I am. So can't really say I, I ever envisioned it coming to this, but um, you know, sort of just stayed consistent, caught a few good breaks and uh, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so my question for you is, uh, how do you go about finding these uh, different Forgotten Seasons? A lot of it is just like off the head, really. Um, I mean, the initial post, like the player, I sort of have a good idea in my head of who I think would make a good post. But a lot is also research. Um, I'm a big basketball reference fan. Shout out to that page. Right. But, I'm always uh, on that page. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the GOAT. But, uh, you know, I'll just be on there researching one player and it'll lead me to something else. Uh, you know, I, I'm constantly consuming different media outlets. Um, you know, I read, I, I watch videos. Uh, but a lot of it just comes from, you know, loving the game for 23 years. You know, you remember stuff, you look at stuff and it triggers other things. Uh, so I think at this point, I just have a, a, like a decent idea of what exactly it is that my audience wants. 
I, I completely understand that. Looking at your page, there's a lot of times I think I know stuff, right? Because I, I think of myself as like a basketball encyclopedia, <laughs> def- especially like the early 2000s, like our generation, right? So mm-hmm. I'm looking at some of the stuff like, wow, I didn't know he was top three. Like the Jerry Stackhouse facts, that's the type of stuff I'm like, whoa, I knew he was good, but he had some right. he had some pretty good seasons, right? So that's yeah, the stuff that yeah. gets me excited. So what my question is, is when you interview people like Raja Bell and Mike Bibby, who Mike Bibby was like one of my favorite guys back in the day. So that's huge. How do you prepare for that stuff? And how do you even get those interviews put in place? Um, the videos put in place. I mean, those two had just happened to be guys that follow me. I shot a bunch of players DMs. Some were nice enough to respond. And then in terms of just preparation for that, um, it helps because I'm only focusing on one season with these guys. So I don't have to go into their whole life. But I watch a lot of old games. I try and, like, get myself familiar with how their team worked, how their offense worked, how their defense worked. I look at the stats for the year, uh, see if I see anything that that catches my eye that I want to bring up, go down the roster and just think about the players that they played with, uh, and just try and, like, put myself back into that season. Again, like, it helps that I'm only talking about one. But if it's, you know, the 2001 season, I'll go back to that season and and look at – the league leaders. Um, I'll try and watch some like full games, just get myself as accustomed to that as possible. Um, but you know, when you're making these type of posts every day for almost a year, you just like pick up on stuff and, uh, I I know about stuff, but it does take a lot of research and, uh, just really trying to put yourself into that, into that time. I believe it. I believe it. But if you're a basketball junkie, it's more fun work to me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the goal is to, to make this a thing that, I can actually, you know, have be my job. So with that being said, what were your uh, your initials feelings going in with your first interview with Raja? I mean, I, I prepared. Um, I had like never really done an interview that formal, but luckily, I, I don't know if you guys listen, but he's just a super sharp dude. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, he like he made it easy and I, I just try and like pose it to them. I know that people are much more interested in listening to them talk than me. So I just try and like ask them questions, get, get them talking. And he's just like, you know, I could listen to him talk all day, but trying to like drive that conversation and and get him to say, or give his thoughts on, on certain things is a a strategy of mine too. Yeah. I think you did good because the, that episode was almost about an hour. So I mean, I think yeah, information out of him for one season. Mm -hmm. And the thing about Raja too, which is really cool is, um, he took it serious. You know, it wasn't like a, a regular person. Like he, he was there with an agenda, talked about his own things that were coming out as well. Um, I thought that it was super cool that it was, he talked to you like he was talking to Stephen A. Smith. So mm-hmm. shout yeah. outs to him for that. Him yeah. and Mike Bibby yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah. No, shout out to them. I, I, uh, you know, they've been following and they, they engage with it and it's, it's, uh, it's always great to just like get inside of their heads, pick their minds. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's a testament to you and the work you've put into, to legitimize your own page, right? They, they definitely felt like it was worth their time. So that, that shows the work you've put in. Um, and, and as a Laker fan, you know, those are two players as a kid I wanted to hate, right? But now <laughs> listening to them, I, I appreciated that. So um, with that said, though, I'm curious, are there other players from, from the past that you want to work with? Um, is there anything currently in the works, if you don't mind sharing that? Just curious kind of what what's next. Um, you know, the goal is just to talk to as many of these guys as I can. Uh, it's not the easiest thing to get all of them, but – my focus right now is just uh, is just trying to get as many interviews I can. The good thing about uh, this podcast and like my, my interviews is that they're sort of evergreen. Like 
I can record a bunch of episodes and put them out. We're talking about something that happened like 10 years ago. And I think just mm-hmm. in the near future, um, I can't say anything like specific, but hope and know that there's a lot of new insights into players with, with their forgotten seasons coming. That's awesome. So how does it feel when you get reposted by these big time celebrities and pages? I saw one repost, I think it was Sway. And he has, or whoever it is, has like a, over a million followers. So how do you react when you get these type of reposts? And do you use those type of uh, opportunities to really engage with them and get these connections as in terms of businesses or wherever they may lead? I mean, it's definitely validating, you know, whenever something like that happens, it, it feels good. And, and at this point, I'm just trying to like put out my original content and try not to focus on how much engagement engagement it's getting. But of course, whenever, you know, a page like that or a player that I, I make the post about reposts you, it's validation into your work. And it mm-hmm. sort of shows you that, that what you're doing is resonating with people. And the fact that they want to share it with more people is, is really cool. That's awesome. And uh, you already touched on kind of when you first started where you were at and, and you weren't really expecting it to blow up like this. Um, but I guess now that it has, do you kind of have a more specific plan for how you want to continue to grow it? Um, or what, you know, what do you foresee happening in terms of the, the continued growth? I took a question. I mean, it definitely makes you think, you know, um, when you have a few thousand followers, it's just, uh, you know, there's nothing much to think about other than trying to get more followers, but, uh, where I'm at now. And I, I feel like the, the concept is sort of proven, like clearly people want to, you know, learn more about this and they're, they're hungry for content. So, you know, of course it makes me think about what the future of this could be. And in my mind, it's, you know, just like all the other big media outlets that we consume every day will be, um, that's my goal. Uh, I can't tell you that, like, I know how to get there, but Mm -hmm. at this point, I'm just trying to try new things. Like you said, try and forge these new relationships. And, uh, I feel as if I, if I keep doing that, something's got to happen and, and it'll take me somewhere. So, you know, my goal is the top, but in terms of getting there, I don't know, but just work every day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're off to a great start, man. So we respect that. Thank you. No, man, you're definitely on your way. I think, you know, you're doing everything right. Like we can learn from you. Like we have some questions in terms of just some advice. Maybe you can give us on how yeah, yeah. on a podcast you can just grow. Cause you like, it seems like every other day you have another thousand followers on your hands. So <laughs> if you can give us some advice, maybe on how we can grow to even get to 1000, you know, like what's, what's some advice you'd give us? I mean, honestly, like I caught a few lucky breaks, you know, you got to get the name circulating more and, uh, I paid at the beginning like a few a few dollars a day for like advertising, running like post uh, sponsored posts. That that helps, you know. Okay. Between the five of you, you could each pay a dollar a day, and that, <laughs> that gets it just gets more eyeballs. You just that's what it's about. You guys can create the best content in the world, but um, if you're not at least presenting it to eyeballs, um, you know, like I said, there's there's lucky breaks. You get reposted by somebody, but I think just keep like keep doing what you're doing, have faith in what your product is. And it's, it's clearly something good if you've gotten to this point um, and just try and get those eyeballs on, but don't alter your content because there's more eyeballs on like stay true uh, work every day and, and you'll catch a few breaks. I like that. Man. that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so when did you become, or when did you realize uh, your page was getting very popular and it was, turning from just a hobby to like something you can actually do 
going forward? Um, I mean, technically, like, it is still a hobby. Like, I don't make much off it. I, I got a job. But, um, like, before that, I think just, like, at the beginning, people would reach out to me and say that they really like the concept. And that helps, like, when your friends uh, support you and, like, they also believe in, in what the vision is. That's that definitely right helps. Yeah. So, I mean, even just, like, one person reaching out to you and, again, like, I'd like to say that I don't need like validation, but once somebody comes to you and say like, Hey, I really like what you're doing. Like, it, I think it's cool. Um, if one person says that, then another and another and another one might. So uh, when I realized that it was something that was good, I don't know, maybe like after a few thousand, like it was growing, people are commenting, like people I, I, I don't know just on social media saying like, this is dope. This is cool. So honestly, just like the support of my fans is, is uh, once that started coming, like random people, doing that i think that's when i sort of realized that okay i i, I could be onto something right so i want to get back to you you said you played basketball for a little bit we some of us are we've all played basketball yeah mm-hmm. um, okay. so yeah so you're a knicks fan right <laughs> yes yes sir uh so i just want to know what do you think about the knicks right now and um are you trying to try out because at this point it feels like <laughs> they need if, you, if you got any athleticism Bruh. it might take you on I don't know, man. Like they're four and three and it's like the best thing in the world that's happened <laughs> in, in, in like eight years. And like, I'm in, I'm in my group chats with my friends and stuff and every single year, something like we have one good game and it's like, okay, I, I think it's turning around. I think it's turning around, but like, I don't have any faith. And I, I, I like, I, I like, I like to say that I'm like true to my franchise. Like you gotta be a good fan, but like, I don't know, man. Like, just as like a basketball fan, a knowledgeable person, I think of myself, like when you look at some of the moves they make, it's like, what are they doing out there? Like I was just watching the game earlier. Like they don't have one guy that can shoot on the floor. It's like, all right, you can go back to like 2004, but um, if you want to win today, like guess what you need? You you need some shooters, like need a few. I like, uh, I like RJ. I think, I think, you know, he's young. I think he'll, he'll develop into something good. I mean, Julius Randle's putting up big numbers, but, he can't be your best player. You know? I agree. He's a, he's like, a big Randall fan. He very big Randall Julius Randall fan. And I, yeah, I, but like, do you, like, do you think that, do you, like, truly, like, do you think that he can be like the first <laughs> or even like the second best player on a playoff team? Man, he's been far from the playoffs, never been there. So I don't know, to be honest. I don't know <laughs> how he would perform when he got there. Probably not. But um, so he's, he's no. balling out of control. So your answer is no. My answer is <laughs> I don't know. Like, if we're being but, real, if he's, if he's number one or two option on the Lakers, you think we're winning the playoffs? No, okay. no. But you're in the Eastern <laughs> and the thing right. is, the thing is, his game doesn't. His game is not built for him to be like the third best yeah, player yeah. on a team. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got to shoot and hold the ball the whole game. Right. And maybe that yeah. can get you to four and three. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I like I, I have no expectations so, at all. With that being said, uh, what's your, in your opinion, what's the biggest problem that you see, and what, how can you fix that? The Knicks. Yeah. Yeah it's like how do you like put out a forest fire you know like, <laughs> I, I, I can fix a few things i don't know i think uh the owner like no one wants to play for that dude and like you could have the most you don't have to have like mark cuban there to attract talent like have a normal ass dude who doesn't cause problems it's new york like people want to play there but and you guys always people, have cap space yeah we like people have this conception like oh it's new york like people would love to play there like yes that's true but the organization is what matters at the end of the day. Like, why do you think people want to like are happy about going to the thunder? Like, 
they don't want to go to Oklahoma city. Like it's a good organization that, that wins and that like develops them. So I think you got to fix the owner and then, you know, you got to no bring, team. you got to yeah. bring Spike Lee back. You got to bring Spike Lee back. He's yeah. like Cotton. You got to bring yeah. Charles Oakley back. That's, that's the, that's the, yeah. that's, yeah, the like, that's like a big, a big selling point. Yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. bring back the, the stars, the real stars. Have you ever thought about uh switching teams? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like I can't, I mean, I, I was the next time my whole life. I, I'm not a fan of any team that's on a New York team. It just doesn't feel right. I can't I force it, but I, I do like, you know, pick my teams that I'll root for. Cause I know the Knicks aren't going to be in the playoffs. So like, you know, when mm-hmm. the playoff rolls around, I'll, I'll look around and I'll, I'll, I'll pledge my allegiance. I've been there. Trust me, all my right. college, I was a Blazer fan. Even now, I'm a small <laughs> Blazer fan, right? Like when the Lakers played the Blazers, it hurt me to root for one another because I like them both. Because Lakers were trash for like what the past six years. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah. So are you guys all? Are you guys all Laker fans? Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. L.A. born and raised. Currently, Currently. Uh, there, there was a time. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I know was, if you see the Thunder jersey. Thunder fan, <laughs> but uh. Post Russ and Paul George trade, I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, then you then you start to realize that you're rooting for a team in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, they weren't that bad back then, though. So I mean, it was a good team to root for, but it just things just didn't yeah, go right. I feel it. So, question: What if you had to pick one person from your content to be like, this is the one interview I want to do? This guy, I just I'm a big fan of his. Like you know, dream like, interview. Dream interview. Yeah. Who would it be? Drew, many of you, man, I mean, like, how can you not say LeBron? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's not exactly like the, the, like, epitome of my page, but right. it'd be cool to interview. I think, um, I don't know. I'd like to interview some dude from, like, getting one of those dudes from, like, the 80s or, like, even the 70s, like, um, like Larry Bird or like Clyde Drexler, like mostly just to like hear what it was like back then. Back then, yeah. Because we don't know I, like what being in the – because the NBA was not that glorious. Had a lot yeah, – the NBA has like a pretty dark history when you go back that far. So so right. just like – Yeah, yeah. I mean, drugs and a lot of other shit. But um, I think uh, Magic Larry Bird or – Magic Larry Bird, LeBron, I'll say, are the three. That's that's deep. I would definitely love to hear about the NBA back then too, seventies pre Jordan, like right when Jordan got there. Because mm-hmm. I, I hear some crazy mm-hmm. stuff, like the drugs that they do, I'm bro. Yeah, it, it's yeah. We need to hear more about it. Like David Thompson, I don't know if you guys know about him, like the Skywalker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to just sit down with him because he was Coke. like supposed to be. Yeah, they're supposed to be raw, and then one day they just Coke. fall off. Coke, yeah. Coke got him. You know what I mean? They're like, doing they're, do, they're doing Coke before, before, during, and after games. games. Yeah, that's it's it's a, it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> that's wild. Very true. Very true. Guys, got anything else? I don't have much, man. I just I, like Drew said. You know, I think out of our group here, we had followed you a, a few months ago. Um, just as, as hoops junkies ourselves and to see the growth is, is pretty dope, man. It's, it's, it's amazing what you've been able to do, especially when we're all quarantined and stuff, you know, we we're all on social media a little bit more. So definitely appreciate what you've been able to put together, man. I thank do you, have a you. quick question though. So mm-hmm. with you doing a uh, forgotten seasons, NBA or forgotten NBA seasons, um, would you ever branch out to other sports and do the same concept? Yeah, I would. Um, but I want to get this in a spot where it's like, uh, business, and now I'll think project. of it. Yeah, I, got trans- yeah. Feel that. I saw that you were doing some things with your. Uh, you had some. 
don't know if it was shirts or some type of artwork you were doing you were selling uh yeah <laughs> so guys <laughs> if you guys are watching he has some really cool stuff <laughs> out right and i saw him i was like oh man finally like i was waiting for you i was like is he gonna venture out and really try to make some dollars off this because he he has see the momentum is crazy so i'm just i'm proud man because we're we're young we're about the same age uh we're all 24 mm -hmm. uh so just seeing you doing what you're doing it's it's a big deal it's a big deal there's not a lot of people doing that and you're are you, is there a team behind you or is it just you how is it working it's just me i got a little help uh here and there my brother helps me out but pretty much all the content everything me is there anybody you could attribute uh, like your love for the game to? Like, is it your brother, uh, family? Yeah, it's, it's probably my brother. Um, okay. He was like older than me, and we just used to play all all the time. He used to kick my ass, and <laughs> that's usually I how kick, it goes. But now, but now I can kick his ass, so it's all good. That's, that's what I love to hear, man. It's always that that little brother story that I love to hear. Yeah. My brother stopped playing me like at six. It was just wasn't his sport. It just wasn't his sport. So I, I got him pretty early, and then it was my dad after that. But uh, yeah, man, this this what you're doing is spectacular. And if I could try to help in any way, I will, because I I, <laughs> I think your podcast needs to grow more. Um, I I'll see what I can do on my end. That's why we just, just got to continue to support. You know how it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. ask around the little hoopers I know to see if they. We'll talk. We'll else. talk. We'll yeah. talk. I definitely sure. got two more things for you. So uh, okay. where do you where do you see yourself at the end of the year? I mean, shit, the way that it's going right now, I don't know if there's going to be end of the year, but um, <laughs> at the end of this year, um, I'd like to be at over 100,000 on Instagram. Um, I'd like to have a, a consistent and strong podcasting base. And I think I want to be in a position, you know, for myself to be able to take this to the like truly next level whether that's, you know, bring it to some company or just happens myself. Um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to just like do this on the side when you're not making any money from it. Um, I got to, you know, I live in New York. I have to pay my rent. Um, so at the end of next year, hopefully if I, I have this, you know, as a well-oiled machine, a money-making machine, that'd be great. I feel that. All right, last thing. We usually have a segment called a uh, hot take where we kind of bring something up to the table. Okay. We kind of uh, discuss how we feel about it. So I just wanted to ask, what's a hot take you have for this up, up and coming NBA season? Uh, um, I mean, your Knicks making the playoffs? Or take first i think knockoffs um i think uh i think lamella ball really breaks out he, he's been doing it for at the highest level for like six years so yeah. i think lamella ball wins rookie of the year i'll do I'll, I'll say that okay i'm not mad at that one it's pretty fair uh I think James Wiseman is going to win it. Why? Yeah. Let's hear it. Because, I mean, he's just one of the focal points on the Warriors. They, we know they don't have a big at all, so he's a go-to big. And he's been playing very well on both sides of the ball thus far. The Warriors going to win, like, are they going to win anything? I'm sure they'll win just as much or more games than the Hornets. 
That's fair. Two different conferences, though. Yeah. yeah. I think LaMelo, just with his story, is going to win Rookie of the Year because Same. I think, especially with his brother having a bad rookie season, supposedly, like, compared to his hype, and LaMelo almost, like, surpassing his hype, they'll give it to him. It's LaMelo's to lose, to me. It's to also me. Yeah. It's just like, too, it's, it's, though, that the coach doesn't start him. Meanwhile, Devontae Graham is shooting, like, terrible, right? Like, that spot might be up for grabs. And if he can yeah. get in that starting lineup, who knows what he can do. Mm-hmm. The confidence is for sure there. That's definitely yeah. that. I mean, it's been there. When you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you've been on TV since you've been like 13. But all the media, all brother, that's like just as confident as his dad, and it's a wrap. That's why. Like, it's too it's much hype around you for you. Yeah, bro. They're that's like it. they're the polar opposite. I don't know if that like they they don't show any emotion ever. Yeah, it's always <laughs> been like that. We actually we we played against uh, the Ball brothers, but the little one was too young. Um, but it's always been like that, like straight shooter. They don't talk. Don't talk. You know what I mean? They're straight. Like, ki- they're killers, though. Straight killers yeah, on the court. Guys. You can't stop them, and they're not saying a word to you. But it's, you know they're like, confident though, because I think Lonzo did a uh, an article entry in was it the Athletic maybe, where he was basically like, I don't say much, but I agree with everything my dad says. Like all the hype that you see publicly, I feel the same way. And yeah. you got to think like that confidence is always going to be there, even if they don't show it. Exactly. Exactly. Most definitely. Well, all right. Um, that seems about our time. We don't want to take too much of your time, man. We just really appreciate you guys. Are you doing this for us? Um, we're all huge fans. And I think you get 100,000 in four months. About four months away the way it's coming for you, man. So I appreciate you rocking with us. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Um, is there anything you want to ask us before, before we head off? Any questions for us? Uh well, first off, just thank you for having me on. Like, truly down to hop on anytime, uh, you know, do my part. Uh, you know, I think for you guys, like, um, you know, what is your goal? Like, what is, like, where do you, where do you see your guys at the end of the year? I'll, I'll, I'll throw that one on you. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I see us at the end of the year having a strong base. You know, I think I see us having, because we have a few people in, in the works who are coming on the show. And hopefully okay. when they tell their people that, you know, I've been on the show. It's, they're cool guys. They're really serious about this, that we'll have a strong enough base and fan base to where we could take that next step in terms of making it a business ourselves. Like we really believe in ourselves. I feel like we're all pretty engaged on this. So I think I speak for everyone. That's a solid year goal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Also want to add to just um, continuing to keep getting better with the content that we're actually putting out. Like the episode before last or before this one, we felt that was our best episode thus far. But obviously, that, that was only our sixth episode. So there's only room for improvement. And I think this episode is now going to be our new best episode thus far. So. I mean, it's yeah. sure. it's <laughs> I'm hoping it just continues to, to push in that direction. Yeah. And then on top of that, I feel like, I mean, if we want to go to like end of year goals, I feel like by the end of the year, our, our production value will probably get a lot better too. You know, I, I feel like we've we've been continually working on it and yeah. it's been growing. And I feel like by the end of the year. And I would say, just to add one more thing, <laughs> like we just got a couch this week before we were that's that's a huge move it's a game changer so what i'm I'm saying is this this whole garage that we're hanging out in we're gonna keep on this garage probably the whole year but it's it's getting added on to so every episode if you watch you'll see there'll be like new little things that are here we might have a backdrop next week i know bro you gotta get the backdrop i mean i like the ladder but i think uh we're just trying to be organic for now yeah 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 it's out the mud for real but the the backdrop was talked about honestly for this episode it was talked about but we didn't have a clean we're working the the backdrop's in the works it's in the works (laughs) it's in the works it's coming we had a couple different options we were gonna do but we said you know what we'll think about a little more we'll have a real one 
right when it's for time. next week when you it's know, time we, well, why not have the the, the uh, followers grow with us you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's really what it is well all right guys man this is content kings thank you for rocking with us dylan thank you good luck with everything you know you could you're always welcome to be a laker fan with us during ah, the playoffs yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in LeBron's there. Yeah, LeBron's there. Yeah. Well, have a good one, man. And we'll talk soon. Take for real. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. Stay safe. Going, All right, no problem. Thank you. What's up, everybody? We just did our first interview for Content Kings. It was uh, it was pretty big. Uh, my friend Dylan, I would call him a friend now. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the bro. Not um, for real. But yeah, he has about like 40,000 followers on his Instagram page. At Forgotten Seasons NBA. Go follow that. Facts, nice. facts, facts. So we just talked about him in a couple of interviews he's done. He's interviewed Mike Bibby, Rajah Bell. Um, for my Hoopers, you know, those are big-time players. So go check it out. It's a pretty big deal. Yes, sir. And also, um, you know, if you want to be a guest, we are doing virtual guests because, you know, the whole COVID thing and whatnot, want to be safe. But if you want to be a guest, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you could reach out to us through our DMs on IG. You could also uh, email us, contentkings2020 at gmail.com. Facts. And if there's somebody you want to hear from, tap in, let us know. We'll try to reach out. But if you do that, make sure we can get in contact with them right. to fulfill that. At them. You know, if it's somebody big that, that, you know, you might think is too big for us, at them. Let them know. Yeah, let them know. Facts. All right. Thanks, guys. That's it. We out. Me and both my niggas kick it in the north side. Looking for a vibe on a Friday night. Shit, ain't that right? Me and both my niggas kick it in the north side. Looking for a vibe on a Friday night. Shit, ain't that right? Me and both my niggas kick it in the north side. Looking for a vibe on a Friday night. Shit.